Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be in this cheery Christmas season or happy Hanukkah season or sweet, sweet solstice season or creative Kwanzaa season or whatever holiday you happen to be celebrating. If any, maybe you're just celebrating the end of this year. A lot of us are. I hope that you're able to look fondly back on what you've been through ascension wise and hold these symptoms and these things, I guess, that you've gone through. I hope you hold them in your mind in a memorable way and realize just how far you've come. I've heard about the Ascension since probably around maybe 1986 or early 1987. I've been on the path, the spiritual path since 1986. And I remember when my friend told me about the pole shift that's coming and the Ascension that's coming. And I just was blown away by all the information. I really didn't quite believe it then, and I still find myself not quite believing it now at times, even though I'm in the middle of it. And six years ago, I started looking up these ascension symptoms. I thought there was something seriously wrong with me medically. Even though I didn't think I was sick, I just felt like there's got to be something that I'm missing, and I don't know exactly what it is. So I started looking up things like itchy skin, can't sleep, weird dreams, etc. You know, like I remember putting in like three or four things like that. And all of a sudden, all these websites that said ascension symptoms came up. And I went, no shit, we're there. We're already there. I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when, obviously, and I had kind of given up after 30 plus years knowing it's going to happen and also thinking, well, probably not in my lifetime. It didn't happen in 2012. I think it's maybe safe to say it's just a fantasy pipe dream, some kind of a spiritual uh, ideal version, idealistic version of what could happen so basically these ascension symptoms have been weird and perplexing and people all over the world have experienced the same or similar things and have been excuse me equally perplexed by it this complex series of symptoms and they're ever-growing and changing And it's accompanied by our collective group therapy, whether we paid a therapist or not, or gave a shit about dealing with our trauma or not, we all find ourselves here in the same damn boat with each other going, all right, we got to face the music. We got to learn how to unconditionally love others. We have to learn how to forgive ourselves and others. And all this stuff has culminated 
and it's basically coming to a head. I don't know what that means exactly. I think we will uh, burst forth into a new world. We're going to be birthing ourselves into. <laughs> These are not the best images, I admit. But I think you know what I mean. I, I feel like we're going to be lifting ourselves up and raising ourselves up in a meaningful way that will help us to literally transcend all of that which we have been through. All of that which sometimes we put others through and what they put us through and what we've put ourselves through because we chose all this shit to begin with. A friend of mine was uh, talking today about uh, how everybody that goes into acting is somehow comfortable with being raped energetically. And she's been talking about this R word a lot, and I'm sorry if that bothers or triggers you. If it does, you know you got more work to do. And, you know, some of us have miles to go before we sleep, right? You know, we've all had that situation, especially if you're a woman. I mean, it's like nine times out of ten you've had to deal with this on some level physically. But she was talking about energetically, like you must be comfortable with people wanting to take from you. And I tried to explain it to her and she got a little defensive, like, well, I'm trying to say my and speak my truth on my platform. And I'm like, well, I didn't say to her, but I'm like, yeah, but it is Instagram, not really your website. I didn't like seek out on Google your website. And this is my ex-wife from a past life. So and, and I know her in person. It's somebody I met through a, a wrong number. <laughs> who I, but, but we ended up becoming dear, close friends. And then we had a falling out after the energetic divorce that we went through. And now we're back into each other's lives, at least in a way in which we're talking, writing to each other, you know, a couple times a week. And this is somebody I've always loved, but she has always been extremely intense and hard to sometimes hard to talk to because of these extreme views of things but she's not always wrong and in this case she's not necessarily wrong but I wanted to point out to her that people that are famous just because they're famous it doesn't mean they had a mother pushing them into being raped energetically uh, a lot of people who are famous were kicked out of the house at 18 or even before. I know of one person right now in my mind who was kicked out of the house as a teenager before he was legally an adult. I believe he emancipated at the age of 16 even because his mom was so truly terrible, abusive, you know, and he didn't even want to be a famous person. It just kind of was, greatness was thrust upon him. And there's another person in Hollywood who's extremely famous who uh, I think he was also kicked out of the house and he was homeless for a while and trying to make it because he wanted to hone his craft because he really wanted that and I could think of many many actors that are not comfortable with that taking of their energy so much but they wanted to be anybody but themselves because they're introverts and they knew going in if they do become famous that they would have to pretty much live the life of basically a recluse or hang out with other actors 
You know, you have to be comfortable with being a thespian with other thespians, basically. Um, a lot of people in, in Hollywood didn't do it because they were hungry for money, power, and fame. A lot of people did it because they truly wanted that experience of being anyone but themselves because they are introverts and it gave them a sense of freedom to be somebody else. And that's what our life is like on earth is that we have the freedom to be somebody else other than who we truly are. And this awakening and this ascension is that we are being brought back to ourselves, we're remembering ourselves, and we're going, oh, <laughs> first of all, we're not these little self-selves, we're not the lower self, we're not the physical body, we're beyond that. We're remembering, remembering ourselves on energetic levels and multidimensional levels, and we're seeing ourselves as great metaphysical beings who have decided to go through an experience that really truly isn't ourselves. And we had this conversation and she was saying, well, this is my platform. And then I started thinking, well, it's not really. I mean, it's not like your private diary that we're all reading. And that's how she makes her posts are like that. She only has, I don't know, like 16 followers or something. She doesn't care. You know, it's just more about people that she knows and keeping in touch with people. But I just ended it with the conversation with, well, I love you, you know, and it's okay. You know, we could have different viewpoints, obviously, but, you know, something like that. And she's like, yeah, I love you too. <laughs> you know, it's like we know at the end of the day, even if we don't agree with each other. And it got to the point where I think she started to agree with me a little bit. I started to agree with her a little bit. And then we were like, okay, we weren't really fighting. We were just like, hey. It is what it is. And then that, our word came up in another, another post of somebody completely different. It wasn't about the energetic thing, but there was a um, piece of art where Medusa is about to be beheaded by Perseus. And I didn't really know the story, but I started to read on this post. It was a very beautiful marble sculpture artwork of Medusa who is pleading for her life. She, her hand is outstretched, begging, pleading anybody for help to come to her aid. And the snakes in her hair are going wildly in every direction because she was turned into a Gorgon by one of the Greek gods who um, didn't like her or something. I can't remember the whole story, but she a Gorgon is someone who has snakes for hair. And if you look into the eyes of the snakes, you know, or stare at the snakes or look into her eyes while the snakes are active or something like that, you turn into stone, into like a statue. So that's really a wild and scary story. I don't believe it's true, but it could be true. Who the hell knows? You know, I mean, maybe it's some alien thing. I don't even know, honestly, anymore. Like a lot of things we thought were mythology turn out to have some sort of semblance of truth. But, I mean, I've met people who are so stunningly beautiful that people literally get stunned and they're like statues. I mean, they don't turn into actual physical statues, but I've seen people that are so supernaturally beautiful that you just, you kind of catch your breath and you can't move and you're like a deer caught in headlights because they're so beautiful. Even if you're not 
actually attracted to them. You're just like strangely drawn to staring at them. And I have met people with that kind of charismatic power where it's like, whoa, people can't stop staring at this person. They are really beautiful. I don't know if that means they're got a nice shaped body or if they're symmetrical. I don't know exactly what it is, but I've, I've watched people act like that. But anyway, I don't know if that, if they have Gorgon energy or not, it's kind of funny, right? Thinking about it, but I mean, maybe that's just a metaphor for that. I don't know. But, um, in this statue, the man Perseus has a sword raised above his head and he's pulling on her hair and her snakes for hair. Cause uh, in the statue, she has a mixture of both and she's, and he's holding her hair back and he's getting ready to slice her head off because he's going to take her head back to his mother and something in her head or the snakes or something has a cure to, so his mother will live. So he does the R word to her violently and then, and then kills her by taking her head with a sword. And it's a really horrible story. It's a really scary story. And in all these stories, part of our growing up as a human species part of our evolution is not to accept these stories at face value and say, Oh yeah, Medusa was evil. We're now looking at this going, she was a victim of male violence and the patriarchy. And you know what? She didn't deserve that treatment. And, uh, and this is a, a reminder of that. And there was a couple people, there was like, 200 and something comments. I didn't read them all. I read maybe the first 40 or 50. And out of maybe we'll say 40 comments, 38 of them were Medusa didn't deserve that. That's really shit. She had a really crappy life. You know, uh, this Perseus needed to have his head removed for what he did to her. This story is really sad. This story is absolutely heart wrenchingly sad and painful. And a lot of women relate to it. And then there's these two women, two out of 48 say, I don't see what's going on. I don't understand. And this lady, I pointed out, okay, in order to see it, in order to see the violence that's happening, the, the, the biggest clue, yeah, he's pulling on her hair, which for you might be sexy, but what you're missing is the sword raised above his head in his other hand. That's a clue as to what is about to come next, even if you never heard the story. And looking in this, you see on her face is a look of sheer terror. You could see it because of the way her eyebrows are furrowed. You could see the pleading energy in her eyes that was hand sculpted out and it was perfect. You could definitely see the emotion on her face. And if you didn't catch that clue, the third clue was that her hand was outstretched and her mouth was open because she was begging, pleading for help, and no one was coming. And, and so, because she said, I don't see what's going on. And then this woman's like, well, I just interpret art in a different way. I'm like, the man's about to cut her head off. You don't have to know this story or had to have studied the Greeks or even have to, you don't even have to speak English to understand what's happening you know, if you could get past looking at the guy's rippling muscles and excellent buttocks, okay? You know, the woman, she's, she's naked. Of course she is, because guess what else just happened to her? He's still partially dressed. And she's not. That's a freaking clue, right? 
And this woman can't get past the fact that, oh, this is such a sexy piece of art. And she's like, we just have to agree to disagree. And I'm not going to read anything else you say. And I'm like, this is what probably something that will or has happened to this woman. And she doesn't see it. She doesn't see that there's a pattern. She's still sleeping. There's like a veil there. And it made me really scared for her, honestly. You know, that she is completely comfortable with the level of violence where she thinks it's sexy. I'm like, there's nothing sexy about a man who's getting ready to kill somebody with the sword. I don't care how her breasts are swinging pendulumly, beautifully carved out of this marble or alabaster. Yeah, she's portrayed as a very beautiful woman. And he's portrayed as a very beautiful man. But just because people are beautiful doesn't mean that they're not capable of horrendous things. You know, this is why being a demisexual can help you. It's helped me some, quite a bit actually. Because there's a lot of beautiful men I'm glad I was able to avoid. But I had to do my inner work, my inner shadow work. I had to do my inner, basically my ascension path. You know, I could see very good looking men and I could see right through their fucking tricks. You know, and I've seen very ugly men and they have the same damn tricks and not all men, but I have seen through it. People who think they could take whatever the hell they want. They think they can just worm their way or snake (laughs) their way into your world with their narcissistic sociopathies, you know, sociopathic ways. It's, it's just, it's, uh, that, what that moment when she said this to me, Oh, I just see art differently. I'm like, because you're ignoring the sword. And I'm thinking this is probably a, a huge tell as to the state of her life. And I got really sad for her. And I didn't say anything to her. I could have, but I'm like, I don't want to go there. You know, she was just like, I'm not going to read anything you have to say. So just happy, you know, she says, happy holidays, whatever you, whatever. And I, and I just said, I just said back to her, hashtag Mary happy, whatever. (laughs) You know, it just, it's like, okay. I, I said, you know, there is the actual story that this is taken from in Greek mythology, but there's also the actual statue and we're looking at the same thing and I'm showing you, you said you couldn't see it. I pointed out the three or four things that you needed to see that you didn't see. And then she's doubling back down on, I am still finding it sexy. Violence against women, my friends, is not sexy. Violence against men, my friends, is not sexy violence in this world is not sexy never has been whether you're doing it or having it done to you violence is still violence and it's still bad right so I have seen a lot of examples recently of where people are not seeing it at all or they're definitely seeing it, but they're seeing it everywhere, even where it doesn't exist. 
and it's a pendulum. It's a pendulum swinging one way and a pendulum swinging the other way. And then there's that middle path where you see clearly. You see it, you know, right in, from the middle point. Like, that could be this, that doesn't have to be that. Well, let me look at all of the facts before I make that decision. And that's kind of what I think this ascension path is about too, right? You know, um, it's not about rape, of course, but it's about all of the different ways in which we are pushing and pulling for our rights to exist as human beings. I won't say as women, but as men and women, as trans people, as LGBTQIA people, as straight people, like just as human beings or as star seeds incarnate or as archangels incarnate, you know, just being in the 3D world. We're surrounded by all these swinging pendulums of just every type of energy you can imagine. And we're like walking through all of these swinging pendulums and hoping we don't get fucking hit by them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oops, you just got hit by the bankruptcy pendulum. Oh, shit. Oops, you just got hit by the, you got fired from your job pendulum. Oh, damn it. And that's what we've been walking through. I I don't know if you realize it, but we've been walking through pitfall after pitfall of every possible horrible thing that can possibly happen to us, imaginable. Not just in the past few years, but throughout all of our lifetimes. There is a very special and magical thing about being alive in this form. And there's also something very special in a bad way about being in this form is that we're going to be, we're going to forget, we're going to forget ourselves, we're going to forget our power, we're going to have our power stolen and taken away by force, we're going to give up our power willingly for things like love. And sometimes that love turns out not to be real. Sometimes it turns out to be exploitative. We're going to have our eyes and ears closed to the unity consciousness and the oneness within in every possible way, shape and form so that we can learn and grow in every possible way, shape and form. And that's, this ascension path that I've been consciously on since about 1986, 1987, whatever, is really interesting to me. But then when I look back at all of my lifetimes, the times that I perpetuated violence on other people, which isn't much. I had one life as a pirate and... I was in the Vietnam War as a Viet Cong soldier, but I refused to kill anybody. And I would shoot past people's heads on purpose. I did not want to hurt anyone. I might have hurt, I might have actually shot a couple people accidentally, you know, trying to avoid the person in the front line, hoping I get killed instead, but then accidentally shooting the person behind them I didn't notice. I think a couple times that might have happened there in the jungle. But I know that I perpetuated on others and others mostly perpetuated on me. 
And I know that I lived lifetimes where I didn't have any power at all, where I was a woman in centuries past where there was no power at all to be had. And I was a witch in several lifetimes, and I got burned at the stake twice <laughs> for, <laughs> for having magical powers because it's my soul. It's just who I am, right? But your soul has magical powers too. You just have to tap into it, right? Because when it comes down to it, we're all God, right? We're all unity, consciousness to be. And our ascension path has been wild, hasn't it? It's been these twists of fate, the twists and turns, wilder than Mr. Toad's wild ride, as my friend Amber would have said. Going through darkness and light and tunnels and over scary ass bridges that we didn't think we're going to get across. This road has been very treacherous. The road in the third dimension has been very treacherous. We've lived near volcanoes. We've lived on islands. We've lived in the plains where there was tornadoes and blizzards. We've lived during hurricanes and horrible snowstorms that almost killed us. And sometimes they did kill us. We lived in caves and we've lived in tents or teepees on the plains. You know, as a human species, we're very interesting, right? But when we look at all this stuff and realize it's just light projections from the head of God, and we have to get back to a point where we realize who we are fully without forgetting it for a single solitary second. And hence the ascension path, hence all these weird ass symptoms, hence all of the weird anomalies that we've had to experience in our relationships where other people put themselves in a position where they believe they have all the power and authority, but they have none over themselves. And they fool and trick themselves into thinking that they're the best thing. They are God, but they think that they're a God among men and they don't humbly realize they're God pretending to be a man. And I mean the narcissists of the world. You know, we've had to go through and endure a lot of people. There's a reason why we've all had to go through this shit. There's a reason why bad people exist and why narcissism exists and why sociopathy exists. There's a reason why all these things exist. We have to know the opposite of what we want so that we will learn how to look for what it is that we want. We have to go through a period of un, feeling undeserving, feeling unworthy, feeling unloved, feeling like we are unseen and unheard so that we can start to see and hear ourselves and love ourselves and know that we are worthy of our own company. We are worthy of our own love. We have to learn how to live on our own alone. We have to love for ourselves first. And then we slowly but surely learn how to forgive and we learn how to love other people unconditionally, eventually. 
regardless of if they're a narcissist or not. If they're bleeding in the street, you know, to help them, right? And that, that's what I mean by unconditional, but impersonal love. You don't have to personally love them. Don't have to invite them over for dinner or whatever. You know, like if I saw, you know, the ex-president, Mr. Tito head bleeding in the street, I'd probably call an ambulance and put a tourniquet or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't let him just bleed out. I still wouldn't invite the fucker over for dinner or be alone in a room with this guy. Yeah, I'd call the authorities to deal with it, but at least I would call and I would try to save the man's life, right? You know, that's what I mean by impersonal love. You know, like you love them to level of you take care of them the way you take care of anybody. You know, the great aunt that you hate because she's such a bitch or... (laughs) Or the great aunt that you love because she's the kindest, sweetest person on the planet, right? I always say great aunts. I don't really have any great aunts. I've got a a lot of aunts, but I don't think I have any great aunts necessarily. I guess I have one kind of... And she was actually... She was okay. She's okay. I think she's still alive. She's like 90 or 100 or something now. I think she's still alive. I don't even know. And even if she died, I don't even know if we would find out if she did or not because she was the only person we know anywhere near her. So that's kind of weird thinking about it. I should probably call my brother and go, how do we know if something does happen to her? She probably left us money. We're probably rich and didn't even know. (laughs) I mean, literally, it could be that way. It's like, I don't know. Like, my brother and I would have been the only people she would have to leave money to unless she left it to charity. That's a weird thought, right? I don't know. I hope she's still alive, though. I hope she kicks it to be 120. That'd be amazing. Because I really do love her dearly. Even though I lost her phone number. It was in my... I think my ex-husband threw away my phone book, and, and I lost a lot of relatives' numbers. And then um, what I did have in another phone book in my storage, that was stolen from me. So I've lost everybody. Even if I didn't want to, I've lost them. Not everyone's on social media, you know. I found one of my, my aunts, My she was quite old when I was little, but she was still alive up until like 10 or something years ago, 10 or 15 years ago. I wrote her on, on Facebook and she reported me and, and my account got suspended for two weeks. And And I went to appeal to Facebook and I literally had to say, you know, I've known this woman my whole life. Apparently, she's suffering from dementia and doesn't fucking know me. So can you please give me my account back? I mean, they literally told me I was harassing my own aunt by saying, hi, how are you? Merry Christmas. I love you. She literally reported that. I mean, you'd think that she was acting as if I flashed her my my tits and asked if she wanted to do shots later, you know? But no, I just wished her well and told her I loved her and then she had her uh, daughter who I did not know or daughter-in-law write to me and say she doesn't know you who the hell are you and I explained to her who I was and she never got back to me she blocked me and I'm like oh my god how the fuck dare I say Merry Christmas to your ass whatever, fuck you, enjoy hell, you know, I was so mad, like, I'm just done, I didn't say anything mean to either one of these people, but I'm like, 
how dare they, you know, like how this young woman, you know, saying this kind of stuff to me, like, don't talk to my mom anymore. She's scared. She doesn't know you. I'm like, okay. Last time I saw her, she gave me a Christmas present. So she literally flew from Pennsylvania to visit me. You know, it's like, I don't know, but this world is bizarre. I don't know. This is just a series of observations I've been making over the past few days and, and just weird. I see these pendulums and there's this book, um, series of books. Oh God, this guy is Vedim something. V-E-D-I-M, I think is his name. Anyway, he's from... I think the Ukraine or Russia, and he just wrote all these books about trans surfing. And he talks about pendulums, how everything is swinging, right? And if you want to avoid the pendulum of everything, (laughs) you have to walk through life neutral. And I kind of feel like this is the ascension path, but from a different perspective. That when we're thinking about something, people will show up in our face and start talking about it. You know, and I, it was weird that I ran across two posts from two different perspectives about the same R word. It just, it's kind of, I don't know what it's about. I have faced my own, uh, rapists recently in the past couple of years where I confronted men that did this to me and said my two cents and then blocked and deleted them and quietly forgave them behind the scenes. Not for them, because fuck them, but for me, because I needed to. And this has happened to me multiple times in my life since I was two years old was the first time. You know, so I don't know. I think I'm walking through that pendulum now. I, I see it. I see it clearly. I see these things clearly in a way that I didn't before. And it makes me feel uh, powerful, but quietly powerful, humble in a way where I'm grateful that I could finally fucking see it. I'm seeing the same thing with money. I used to chase money. Oh man, I want the money. I want the money. Do I still need money? Yeah. Do I still want money? Yeah. I want to live. I don't want to be homeless in a foreign country. Luckily, this isn't a country where they'll kill me if I'm homeless. The country north and the country south of me, they do kill homeless people. Although because I'm a foreigner, they probably just deport me and send me back to my country where I get to be homeless in a worse off uh, area of the world. But um, so I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to go there. You know, hell, I'll, I'll do, I'll do medical coding online, which I've done before, before I'd actually be homeless. But, um, I'm still trying to work on my, my life purpose. You know, they say, do what you love and the money will follow. And it never fucking followed for me. And I don't know why. That's why this show this week is the last week I'm ever going to do 10 hours of content for anybody ever again for any show. I I mean, I've been doing this for four solid fucking years and I'm not able to support myself guys. And my savings is dwindling down to almost nothing. I've got six months left. So 
it is what it is. So fuck it. <laughs> I hope that uh, metaphysical soul speak has brought you guys joy and happiness and spiritual understanding. I hope that my showing who I am, my inner turmoil, my anger, my inability sometimes to control my rage at some things at some times, my shouts against the injustice of the world, against the injustice that befall other people that has befallen me and my own children. I hope that my vulnerability and my authentic self was shining through in those moments and that you got to see that it's not all peaches and cream. It's not all unicorns, fluffy bunnies and rainbows. This spiritual journey is not for sissies. It's also for sissies. Hell, you can be a sissy if you want and be on the spiritual path, but you're still going to go through some shit. My grandmother's name was Sissy. It was her her nickname. My grandpa called her Sissy because they're from the South. And when you're from the South, you're a Sissy and a Bubba. You know, if you're a good a good person and you're a female, I mean, back in the day, like 1940s, 1930s, you're a Sissy. You know, which didn't mean what it means now. And my grandma, she spelled it C-I-S-S-Y, which is funny now. <laughs> thinking about it about that like cisgendered yeah definitely cisgendered I guess she was a sissy (laughs) that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing now my grandpa was a bubba but they didn't call him bubba they called him pappy so my my dad called him sissy and pappy that wasn't even it wasn't even close to their names um my 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 grandpa's name was Eddie and my grandma's name was Francis you know, Fran or Franny. You know, mostly Fran and Eddie. It was what you know, or sis, or sissy and pappy. You know, just depending on who you ask, right? Yeah, I love them. I miss them every day, and I love them so so much. My grandparents. My. Uh, anyway, but that's a, that's part of this. You know, this whole journey and this whole four years has been me working out my own spiritual stuff in live time in real time so that you guys can see it and and know it's okay to have self-doubts and doubt this whole fucking process and be angry and frustrated at it and also to accept it and love it and come to a place where you are feeling that unity consciousness you are loving people even if it's impersonal you don't have to love Everybody on a personal level, who who has time for that shit? Nobody. It's okay to swear and still be spiritual. I've gone through all of my initiations. Um, all of them, all of them? Yeah, God says now I've been through all of them. This past week alone, I've been abducted by extraterrestrials twice. And I've hopped up, was it five? Six. Six different timelines. And I've been consciously aware of it every fucking time. I think one day, like two days ago, it was like twice in one day. I was like, oh my God, this, it's like the stuff is just never ending, right? This wild multidimensional stuff, it just never ends. I looked in the mirror one day and I looked like I was 23 years old. 
And three timelines later, I've got an extra scar on my lip that's unexplained. I have no memory of getting that one. Now I've got three scars on my face that I didn't have before. And I've got, uh, oh, now I'm getting an ascension symptom of my left ear ringing. Oh, man, that's so high-pitched. Woo! But, and then also I have, like, what looks like a collapse of my skin underneath my lips in kind of an upside-down V-shape at my lower lip. I'm like, well, that's new. It's like the, in this body I hopped into... I think I'm healthy, but my collagen is breaking down more rapidly than I wish. So while I'm in this body on this timeline, I'm going to go get some collagen and start taking that and try to do the Tibetan five rites on every timeline. <laughs> Damn it, I will be. I will be. As God is my witness, I'll be young moving into that fifth dimension. Damn it. <laughs> I think once we get there, we can make our bodies where whatever we want, but... This has been a wild freaking journey. Tasting my Twin Flames food in my mouth. I'm having my coffee and I'm and I'm also eating his steak and asparagus in my mouth. It's like, how do I have these flavors in my mouth when I just had my first sip of coffee? Like, ugh. You know, and, and tasting his caramel macchiato, which I don't even drink that kind of thing. You know, I was starting to have a, a sip of normal coffee one day. Caramel macchiato. Like, what? Waking up from a dead sleep scared my house is on fire because my room is filled with smoke. And then realizing it's marijuana smoke and I'm high as fuck. But I lived alone. <laughs> I know my cat wasn't smoking the bong. My cat's not hitting the bong. I don't know what that is. All this weird twin flame stuff has been really wild. Knowing exactly who my twin flame is, having conversations with him, and two months later having him announce publicly as the famous person he is, the same shit we've been talking about privately in our te- telepathy, telepathing talks. Things I said word per word to him, he says word per word out loud to the public. It's like, what the actual hell? This is like wild. I mean, this has been the weirdest, trippiest shit, and I'm not the only one going through it. I've now met a couple, two or three people now that do have famous people, very famous people, as their twin flames. And it is really wild. It's They're going through similar things. Like, yeah, my one friend told me something that his twin flame said to him in telepathy, and the next day she posted the same fucking thing online. And I'm like, huh, that's really weird. I know they're not talking in 3D. And I told him, I'm like, look what she said. And he's like, yeah, she told me that in telepathy. He's like, this shit is a trip. And it, can you imagine if we didn't have communication the way that we do? If we did not have internet the way that we have it? Oh, my God. How crazy would that be if we're just sitting alone during the pandemic without the internet going through these weird symptoms. I woke up this morning and it felt like someone had put a weight on my third eye. It was so heavy, the pressure in my third eye and it was even sticking out like this energy. It felt like um, the size of a plum, a, a medium sized plum just sitting on my third eye on my forehead. 
and at the same time my throat felt enormous like like I had an apple stuck in my throat it was like and I touched my throat I'm like oh my god my throat is massive and it was swollen I'm like what the hell and then after about an hour everything was fine but I was having upgrades we've all been having upgrades I slept nine hours yesterday three times this week I've fallen asleep in my chair sitting up not even leaning against the back of the chair but woke up and I'm still sitting up like what the hell like when my body wants to shut down it's just boom it's shutting down now because these ascension symptoms that we're having they're wild as hell now yesterday during this uh, conversation with God we were having God wanted me to read this so you guys can see and use your discernment you know when you can feel what parts of you expand and contract <laughs> during what I have to read to you and I'm gonna read this thing to you that is uh, pretty wild from Instagram oh, man I had it all queued up and of course it goes away the minute I look for it so I wanted to read this one to you. Now, this is the one that I felt like mostly all of the words and sentences were completely full of shit. (laughs) And I don't mean to be mean. I'm just looking at this going, no, none of the shit is real. I saved it to read you guys, but I didn't even like the post. It says, uh, I'm not going to tell you who put this out there because they're not even worthy of following. They say disclosure. They don't say of what. Disclosure of what? Cheeto Puff Man's uh, taxes? What kind of disclosure? UFOs, which already happened a year ago? It says, disclosure is happening with the lower shadow expressions becoming visible. Um, What the hell is she talking about? Maybe she means on an individual level. That's not disclosure. The word disclosure really, truly kind of means to do with the government, but all right, I'll give it to her. Maybe from her perspective, it's, you know, remembering something inside her own mind or psyche is disclosure. It's not really disclosure. Nobody's coming here telling her what happened, but whatever. I I don't want to be too critical. I mean, I kind of do, but (laughs) see, it's okay to be on the spiritual path. Having gone through all of your ascension upgrades and all of your ascension, uh, (laughs) initiations and still be petty see you could still be a Virgo and and be on the path (laughs) disclosures happening with the lower shadow expressions becoming visible to those willing to see Uh, okay whatever that really doesn't say a lot it's just kind of thank you obvious Charlie for that all right the uh, saying things aren't getting worse they're being uncovered is a statement that couldn't be more accurate I don't know I I mean, maybe, whatever. We we still don't know what the hell she's actually talking about. She said lower shadow expressions of what she doesn't explain. Uh, What we come to acknowledge and accept is that we're chosen to incarnate during the commencing of the reclamation of the fallen system. And God's like, no. And that made me contract my heart in my my third chakra went, ugh. I I recoiled from that reclamation of the fallen system uh no no god has never been a fallen system we are uncovering and throwing off the veils 
the shadows that we put on as garments to not see ourselves as God incarnate. So there is no reclaiming of a fallen system. It's remembering that we were God all along. That's what's actually happened. So this person doesn't know what the hell is going on. Okay. And then says, this means we've incarnated during the purge. Now that has been used in a lot of sci-fi movies. That also means throwing up means a lot of different things. So again, not explained or the cleanup. Oh, okay. So what? Purging and cleanup are two totally different things, but we still don't know what the hell she's talking about. She also, by the way, calls herself uh, like an ascended master or something. She's a, a spiritual coach and she says something about herself like she's above other people. So that's something that made me cringe. But she says, your life can and will be beautiful, which yes, I, she's true on this. I agree. And new earth now within the reclamation of shadow phase. What? New earth now within the reclamation of shadow phase. Why would we want to reclaim the shadows we just said a minute ago we don't like? That's the kind of stuff. It's just word salad. It means fucking nothing. You know, so she'll put one thing, one thought that's very dear, like your life can and will be beautiful. All right. She might have taken that from someone else or every somebody else's, you know, that's on the spiritual, you know, path that puts anything out there. And she says, remember the timelines within a timeline or the timeline within a timeline. Again, that's something that doesn't happen. Not true. Another word, salad bullshit. Star seed frequency within the collapsing phantom matrix. <laughs> I, can't. I just can't with this shit. That's the other kind of thing. I mean, like this is word salad. This is making up a bunch of words, throwing them in a sentence to make it sound cool. Like she's got the answers and we don't. Starseed frequency is causing the collapsing phantom matrix. Um, no such thing as a phantom matrix. The matrix is a movie that was written about becoming, um, the opposite of what you're born as it's the transgender journey. The sisters who wrote this actually have gone forward publicly and mentioned that's what that movie's about. The red pill, honey, that's about taking hormones to become a woman. It's about estrogen that's all it's about. And everyone's taking this word and running with it and making a bunch of bullshit up about it. They're adding more veils. They're adding more shadows to their own existence. And then acting like they're the only ones that have the way out <laughs> of their own word salad. Oh my God. Um, so it says starseed frequency is causing the collapsing phantom matrix. Starseed frequency is the system buster. Um, no, sorry. Thank you, Starseeds, for being here, helping us humans do it for ourselves. You're actually here to observe. You're here to report. You're here to support. You're not here to do it for us. Fucking hell. This person knows nothing, nothing about what's actually happening. Starseed frequency is a system buster. We cause the collapse by living a beautiful new earth energy. No, you don't. Star seeds did not cause the collapse that goes against prime directive in every system of the universe. And then it says, do not fear the purge. You're causing it. Uh, none of that's true. I mean, this person just took what's actually happening and put her own story from her own imagination. And that's what God wanted me to read you guys, because I wanted you to feel 
how much you contracted when you felt that. Like, how much did you go, you know, like cringing, purging. Here's another one that's real, I believe. Let me see. Crying is a release on multiple levels to let go of density. This is not from the same person, by the way. This is from a guide to awakening 2.0. I don't always agree with all their stuff, but this one was good. So crying is released on multiple levels to let go of density and help lighten the load of the human in order to jump onto the next frequency bandwidth. Crying is a purge of the planetary collective trauma and miasma. And not my asthma and allergies, but like M-I-A-S-M-A, which I don't even know what the fuck that means. So crying is a purge of the planetary collective trauma. See, now that makes more sense of the word purge right? See, I think this other person's taking all these buzzwords that they're seeing and then they're trying to make sense of it and putting a new spin on it so that they could get likes and subscribers that if to, of other people that are also confused. I, I really honestly think that's it. Even though they're not even consciously aware of it, they're just, there was somebody like this that I had to say, no, this, none of this is real. No, this is true. And the person says, well, it's just my truth. Um, no, your truth is something that's stuck in your subconscious mind and imagination. Whereas the actual truth of the world, your truth has nothing to do with anything to do with the real truth. You know, like we all have a different spin on things. Uh, even I do, but your spin on things has nothing to do with any of the things that, that we're actually speaking of. Right? Like <laughs> I just, the, the one thing I hope I could leave you guys with is the ability to see through some of the bullshit some of the so-called spiritual whatevers. Use your critical thinking. Use the mind that God gave you. Use your brain to think about this stuff. So this person says, um, so the human pain body is being exposed and starseeds are witnessing it as part of our work here. And we are crying and grieving because we feel, yeah, the starseeds are having a hell of a time. And if you're a starseed, I'm so sorry because I know it's been really hard being a human here many, many lifetimes. And yeah, we have a lot of pain and we are getting rid of it. Now we're crying it out. We're letting it out. We're letting it go and we're grieving this shit. Okay. And if you're a star seed, you're not used to this lower density. This is what density is about. So the third dimension is about, it's all part of the reclamation work to see the pain that humanity has experienced. See, I think that this other person and this is, um, I think it's the same person, but I think she was confused earlier. So some of the stuff is real and some of the stuff is not from this person. So I don't know if they're just confused. And then the rest of the stuff that this person says also makes me contract and not expand the level of deliberate systematic separation from God. Um, this person's not aware that we chose to separate ourselves from God because God chose to separate himself from himself, to understand himself better. This person still doesn't get all of it. And this person's talking about being a victim and blaming others and being angry. And you might be crying from the sheer miracle of ascension, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which is true. You, this, it might make you cry. Okay. Anyway, so I'm not going to listen to this person anymore because it's like half this shit is true and half the shit is not, or 10% is true. 90% is bullshit imagination, but they looked a little bit better in that one. I feel better for them now. Anyway, this one by Kwana Michaela, K-W-A-N-A and Michaela's M-I-K-A-E-L-A. Kwana Michaela 144. Incoming energies, vibrations over the head, forehead, brain upgrades, 
flowing higher frequencies, crystalline 222. Many might feel saturated with sparkling calm down condition, wanting to be at peace, breathe, rest, or meditate without white out. I'm sorry, white out motions are going out. I don't know what she means by that. Maybe just you're sitting in void mode. Like you're just like staring at the wall for an hour. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly also slight headaches, changing areas of the head. And then she says leaving and coming. I don't know what she means by that. Um, like going to the store and orgasming. I don't know. Leaving and coming. What is she talking about? Anyway, slight headache, changing areas of the head, leaving, coming. Oh, Okay, I know what she means. I realize she has English as a second language. God bless her. I think she means headaches are going, like, they'll show up really fast and then go away really fast. Yeah, all right, I get that. Somebody else, the energetic alchemist at crystal underscore the underscore EA, which I don't know what that means, but light worker star seeds, awakened beings of light. You cannot talk somebody into an awakening. You must lead the way through personal action walk the walk they must see how the shift works to transform let the world see you reclaim what is ours all of ours by birthright all right so there's a lot of talk about that the portal energy 12 21 2022 right now um the winter summer solstice today tomorrow is a solstice so there's energy going on galactic alignment of the earth the sun the milky way galactic center is bringing in very powerful waves of intergalactic whatever and there's a lot of words. I just don't know. Zero point galactic energy, quantum field of the whatever. I don't know what this means. This divine energy works. It's a bunch of fancy words saying the same shit over and over and over again. I don't know. When I look at the spiritual stuff, I just, it's like, no. I, when you go back to the classic and the masters and the people who talked about this shit in the very, very beginning, you're going to know the truth. <laughs> you know? And just add to it all of the uh, stuff that we've had, all of the, all the ascension symptoms that we've had. This, you know, those of us on the twin flame journey have that extra layer of stuff going on. But we're just cleansing and purging all of the things from our innermost workings, from our own life, from our past lives, from all of our family lines. We are letting go of a bunch of stuff. That's all. We are feeling the pain. So at least that person's second post I read, I didn't realize it was the same person, at least their second post. And I don't follow them. They were being reposted by somebody else. And, um, they did sound a little bit more coherent the next day. Like damn, I, I feel like there are days we don't sound coherent. I might not have sounded coherent in this hour too much, but we're really going through this shit, guys. It's really true. It's really real. Don't ever doubt yourself. Go back and listen to old episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak. There will be messages in the ones that you pick for you. You know, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to get into space weather and all that. Because I don't have time to do it right now. And then we're going to do an Oracle reading. An Oracle read Thursday. This is a new... This is a gift for you guys for Christmas. Because, hey... And then I have another Christmas gift for you. I'm going to be doing a read of the last two chapters of the book I didn't finish for you guys on Monday. So we're going to have 41 episodes. And then you don't have me uh, for six more weeks. And then when I come back, it's going to be like one hour a week for eight weeks. 
when I come back for season nine, it's going to be a very sparse season. But that's okay. I'll give you time to catch up and go back on and listen to classic episodes. Anyway, I love you guys. I'll be right back right after, well, two seconds. (laughs) I'm not going to do itty-bitty musical ditty now, but I will in a minute. All right, I feel like I'm ADHDing out a little bit today, so sorry about being all over the place. I just, I've had so many things jumbled up in my head that I wanted to say, and I'm a little nervous because tomorrow is my last introduction, you know, talking about all this stuff and all of my thoughts, um, my tidbits of wisdom, if you will, <laughs> you know, um, You know, if you want my opinion or my advice or anything to do with the uh, ascension symptoms, you're going to have to write me personally on Instagram at mermaidgirl888. Because <laughs> I don't really, you know, I'm not going to be here, you know, after this time. Not publicly anyway. Because I have a lot of other things that... Uh, you know, Prime Creator has shown me that I need to do instead. So I'm just going to start writing a bunch of books <laughs> and helping people in different ways and teaching classes. And probably a year from now, I'm going to get back into writing um, fiction, screenplays with the spiritual message. Um, I might even start mid year next year, actually, because I've got. A lot of fictional stories that I want to write that I've been thinking about, tossing about in my head for about 20, 30 years. Things that I think would be pretty cool. So I'm, <laughs> I have a lot of stuff that I'm going to be going through. All right, I'm making sure that these uh, pages are loaded up so we could get to the space weather news. I'm waiting for the Heart Mouth Institute page to load now. All right. So sorry about that ADHD moment or <laughs> hour in the introduction. But there's just so much I wanted to talk about. Like, God, there's so much. If you want the name of the pendulum book, I do have it. It's I think it's called Reality Transurfing. And I don't remember the author. But if you're really interested, um, it's on YouTube. Someone reads it. And I could send you that version. Or I could just send you the name if you wanted to buy it. Because it's recommended just not as a definitely this is real way but in a way that you might find a new completely different perspective refreshing and if that's the case then maybe we should roll with that hey you know it might be something but all right here we go uh spaceweather.com is where we go to find out news and information about the sun and earth environment and just to basically find out what's up in space, baby. Those are the two taglines on spaceweather.com, and here we go. The current solar wind speed is 398.4 kilometers per second. And, uh, wow, here we go. Crap. Solstice Aurora Borealis. <laughs> we start off right now. A series of cracks opened up in the Earth's magnetic field. 
during the early hours of December 21st, sparking a display of solstice auroras around the Arctic Circle. The lights show, the light show, I, for a minute I thought it said snow. Okay, <laughs> the light show could continue tonight if, as forecasters suspect, a pair of solar wind streams are about to arrive. So, woo! Approaching streams are flowing from a double hole in the sun's atmosphere. There's also a Christmas comet alert. If it's not too late, ask for a telescope for Christmas. Comet ZTF or Comet 2022 E3. I mean, why can't they just call it, you know, Comet, you know, Billy Joe or something? <laughs> why does it have to be so complicated? Anyway, it's approaching Earth for a close encounter next month and it already looks great. Michael Yeager photographed the two-tailed interplanetary snowball from his backyard observatory in Martinsburg, Austria. And it looks like a giant white check mark in the sky. And then the bottom part of this white check mark, or basically the light emanating from the front of this comet, is bright turquoise blue-green. It is so freaking beautiful. It's like a turquoise green, I guess. It's like right in the middle. It's hard to tell. I think it's more green than blue, but then you say that and it looks more blue than green. Oh, it's my favorite colors. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And the stars above this look like they're spelling out. I don't know. I see some I see some letters there. If you guys want to go check it out. I see. I see. Actually, I just saw my twin flame's first initial. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you could go figure it out if you want over here on spaceweather.com sunspot ar3169 poses a slight threat for m-class solar flares we do have one two three four five six seven we have seven groupings right now not just the eight we're on sunspot number 119 right now and let's talk about the cosmic radiation hitting earth right now according to the University of Oulu's Sotankaila Geophysical Observatory in Finland. They're showing us the cosmic radiation every day, and this is what they got today. We are at 0.4% of the cosmic space age average. This is an elevated level, but... Well, it's not very high. It's just elevated, just slightly elevated. But it has gone down by 1.4%. In the past 48 hours which I think is good because it means we've got that uh, solar wind flowing it should be coming today probably in the next couple hours if it hasn't I kind of feel like it's going on right now <laughs> I think I, I really feel like it's I feel the energy of it it's like yes by the time I do the show tomorrow night we will already be in that energy field and we did get if the magnetosphere is already opening up and we're already getting aurora borealises, we're already getting the solar winds, baby. So solar wind flowing from the pair of coronal holes graze, will be grazing Earth's magnetic field between the 21st and the 22nd. And right now we're at the 21st in four hours will be 22nd of December. So here we go. This is pretty exciting. I love this stuff. All right, NASA's all-sky cameras and the all-sky fireball network reported nine fireballs of the United States. Uh, Meteoritic fireballs were in the form of seven, being sporadic. One was a December Leonis 
minorid and one was a one was a quadranitid. I do remember saying these words before. <laughs> Finally, right? I always say no, I've never said that before. All right, uh, not much going on as far as Italy, uh, as you know, in the disclosurenews.it website coming from Italy, the Schumann Resonance News, usually 7.83 is normal, natural. That's the baseline, according to the scientists anyway. But it's only six in Italy, not a whole lot going on there. And now we go to the Schumann Resonance News in the HeartMath Institute, found at heartmath.org, to see what they've got to say for themselves. And here we go. This was from the 19th, so it's not totally today. It's from two days ago, or a day and a half ago. And this is what was going on at the 2300 hour on Monday, December 19th. This is what we had. California was at 59 hertz frequency. Hofuf, Saudi Arabia was at 0 hertz frequency. Lithuania was at 124 hertz frequency. Alberta, Canada was at 86 hertz frequency. Northland, New Zealand was at 141 hertz frequency. And last but not least, Halului, South Africa, they're the winner, winner, chicken dinner at 317 hertz frequency. All right, guys, I'm going to uh, take a quick break. And after this itty-bitty musical ditty, I'll be back with your oracle reading right after this. Right, guys so this is your holiday read this is a general reading and it is timeless so if you listen to it at any other time of the year that's okay I'm calling it a holiday reading just because I'm reading it eh, during the holidays today is a solstice I thought this is just as good a time as any just to see what the Oracle cards are doing we're gonna first consult with the vintage wisdom Oracle by Victoria Mosley and I've already drawn the cards. Actually, what I do is I shuffle. And as I'm just kind of shuffling the cards, uh, Archangel Raphael is the angel working with us today. And she just pulled out the cards. So um, here we go. Uh, the first card that came out is Reflection. And I do believe that this is a time of reflection. This is the solstice. Christmas is coming, Hanukkah, we're in the middle of it, I think, um, Kwanzaa's coming the day after Christmas, like all of these holidays, right? And it's a time for us to reflect on a bunch of different things. As I'm looking at this card, I'm, I'm feeling and hearing, uh, family. A lot of people are reflecting on their, uh, shadow work and the things that they've gotten through with their family. I'm also hearing, um, I'm hearing inner guidance, you're reflecting on your inner guidance at this time as well. 
and I have an inkling of um, generational curses are being broken. Some of you are reflecting on that kind of deep shadow work that you've done not only for yourself, but for your whole family going back generations. But I'm also, um, when I'm looking at reflection, there are like faces in the background of this card that are kind of hidden. And I think that we're reflecting We're like looking in our mirror that's inside us to reflect back to ourselves the thing that is uh, staring back at us. It's kind of a weird, there's a really weird image I have in my mind. It's like you're going inside your mind, looking into a mirror, and then seeing what's reflected back at you. That kind of reflection, like an actual mirror, but inside of your mind. And it's almost like... I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're literally looking at yourself the way that other people would see you. You're trying to be objective about um, the way that others see you because you're really trying to do some deep inner work and inner healing and you're doubting yourself right now. And I wanted to let you know that if your friends perceive you in a way that is not truly who you are, one of two things is going on. It's either that they don't see you. They can't see you. And they can't know and see and feel the real you. Or the other thing that might be going on is that you are potentially not putting yourself out there in the way that you need to. You're, who you are is not being reflected properly you know, your personality might not be shining through the way you want it to. And so that is something that some of you are actually reflecting on at this time. I feel like there's this kind of inner wantingness for others to connect to you and not being able to bring your true personality to the surface. Personality. Hard to say that word for a minute. Okay. So, um, Yeah, that's it. And I just, and I'm seeing, um, like my daughter has this kind of a chart in her birth chart, her astrological chart. When you look across the center of, you know, the horizon line on the chart, she has one, I think she has like one or two planets above that line. Everything else is below the surface. And for her also being a Pisces, um, she just says, you know, nobody really knows me and nobody can ever really truly know me. And I told her it's because you don't tell anybody who you are and you lie about who you are. And then later you say, well, ha ha, you don't know me at all. That's not really me. It's not the true me. I'm like, well, why do you hide yourself? She's like, oh shit, I do do that. Don't I? (laughs) It's like, yep. And, and I did mention perception, by the way, the bottom of the deck card is perception. And this card is interesting because there's the dramedy uh, masks, the laughing comedy mask, and the crying tragedy mask. And there's a woman standing in the middle of these masks between two pillars in the theater. She has little red ballet slippers and a beautiful uh, Victorian-style gown on, and she's holding up a mask in her right hand but she's holding it away from her face. She's finally 
perceiving herself clearly and no longer holding a mask up to herself. And she's standing directly in between the comedy and the tragedy. She sees herself with correct, clear perception. That is the uh, card on the bottom of the deck. So keep your perception in mind as we go through this reading. So the next card that came out of the the vintage wisdom Oracle is divine timing. And as I'm looking at this, there's a, a hand coming out of the heavens with a pencil, but it's also, um, an arrow like from a quiver. So the, so he can write with this arrow, but he's also shooting everything from heaven, like from a bow and arrow, almost like a Cupid vibe. And there's a woman here. She's kind of in a little <laughs> hotsy totsy little outfit, kind of like a burlesque outfit. And she's, uh, posing kind of sexy in front of a clock and she's got these wings and she's just kind of like, yep, we got to wait for that. Uh, there's a time for sensuality and sexuality is what I'm getting when I hold this card right now. And there are two dragonflies flying around. And I feel like that might be related to twin flames might be coupling up, might just be soulmate energy, but everything is going to be in divine timing for relationships, for, you know, your, uh, I'm almost feeling there's a sensuality coming out. I'm going to say in January, maybe the first or second week I'm hearing January 17th. There's a sexuality, sensuality, this kind of energy coming through that everything is in divine timing. Everything is good and in right order. I'm hearing and everything is going to be in perfect timing. And I just, and I don't know why I said 17th of January. That's when Mercury goes direct again. Mercury is going uh, retrograde really soon. <laughs> I think on the 29th of December, we are in the shadow period right now. And so everything is in divine timing right now because of Mercury retrograde. I'd like to mention just hold off on signing contracts. If you can, otherwise dot the I's and cross the T's and triple check. I'm not going to say double. I'm going to say triple check, maybe quadruple check, have other people check, you know? Um, so with this divine timing card, we have another card that came out guardian angel. It just shows a, a young maiden and she is carrying what looks like flowers or vegetables in a basket and she's very demure and she's holding her heart and she's feeling, I'm feeling that she's feeling her twin flame. She's feeling, um, love for somebody, maybe love for herself And the guardian angel is protecting her and guiding her in the way that she needs to be guided. I, I keep feeling this is a twin flame thing, but if you're not on the twin flame journey, this could also be uh, soulmates. This could be, um, divine timing for other things. Uh, time to write contracts or time to, uh, some of you are going to get work actually. And the guardian angel is going to help guide you through this. Uh, you know, I'm seeing beings in the back of the forest. This woman is this young maiden is in the forest and the guardian angel card. And I just feel like the guardian angel is just waiting and helping you gather what you may. I'm, I'm hearing that gather what you may. 
and I, but I feel like it's in the right time. The, the angels say now is the time you're going to feel like a flurry of angel number messages or some other kind of, uh, something being written on across the sky. Even, you know, that's what this divine timing card shows. So after we've done the period of reflecting, we know that divine timing is going to bring all of our good to us and our holy guardian angels can be with us every step of the way to let us know now, now it is now, instead of uh, focused on what you want, instead of what is in front of you, here's the next card, which is balance. And it shows this beautiful uh, woman. She's on point literally <laughs> she is on her tippy 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 toes in a ballerina outfit and she has complete balance and all of nature around her is i'm hearing it's being glorified by her beauty her poise and her balance and now i'm hearing flowing one being one with nature and flowing with nature so that also relates to the divine timing and the perception that you really are a part of it all and all of it is a part of you. So don't worry. Know your guardian angels got your back. Your balance is here. It's inside you. And if you need more help with that reflection is the key to that. And your perception is everything. Remember to walk the balance between the two masks of comedy and tragedy just be in the middle be okay be your authentic self remove the mask and just and this woman is putting her arms up and she also has ballet slippers so that's interesting but she has her arms up like she's just surrendering to the all that is and she's surrendering surrendering to that divine timing so there you go all right now we are going to another deck all right next we go to the archangel oracle cards by doreen virtue and again i just started shuffling the cards and asked uh, archangel Raphael to let us know what it is we need to focus on at this time between now and i would say you know all of january and maybe the first part of february and this is what we get Oh, and also, by the way, timeless reading. So whenever you hear this, you might hear this in June and this might still be relevant to you. So just take what applies to you. If it doesn't apply, yeah, let it fly. Let it go. Let it be for somebody else. Not all these messages will be for you specifically because I'm reading for thousands of people. So here we go. Spread your wings. This is the next or the first card that came out of the Archangel Oracle card. And this is a beautiful uh, woman who is an angel. She's got these gorgeous wings and she's beginning to fly. And it says Archangel Ariel says, do not hold back right now. The timing is perfect and you are ready to soar. And this is funny. This is not the uh, only card we get from Archangel Ariel, but the bottom of the deck card is also from Archangel Ariel, which is courage. And you do need courage to spread your wings. So, uh, be courageous and stand up for your beliefs. So that's also, uh, we're going to get into that later. I don't see how it relates necessarily to this right now. I got to look at this card a little bit more. 
So don't hold back. The timing is perfect and you are ready to soar. So we got divine timing, but now we're getting this spread your wings. So that one does show us that maybe perhaps we are ready. And again, because of Mercury retrograde, just be very careful. Go slow if you must. <laughs> and be courageous. Stand up for your beliefs in the courage cards. So I'm trying to, how does that work? I guess when you're, when you're starting out a new adventure or you're trying to, or venture and you're trying to, uh, put yourself out there, it might be a little scary and you will need courage to do that. So that does make a lot of sense, but it's time. It's time to fly. You know, you've already learned all you needed to learn here and it's time to fly the nest, fly the coop. As they say, I know that's directly for me. I do need to move. And I've been very serious about it. I've been looking at apartments online all day. So, okay. The lady downstairs is going to be moving in a couple, like about 10 days. So, oh, I'm going to miss her a lot actually, because, uh, I'll be the only one in this apartment building. It's going to be literally abandoned and, and like, it's going to feel haunted. In fact, something, something did happen that sounded like a haunting outside my window today. Something fell and crashed in between uh, the first half of the show that I recorded and before I recorded this, it, I didn't even inspect it. I was just like, you know what? I don't even want to fucking know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even, it might've been my water bottle. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it was pretty strange. Anyway, uh, nurture is the next card that we get. I don't know who needed to hear that. That was weird, but yeah, if you're haunting, yeah, you do need courage if you're facing a spirit or a ghost. I did do uh, shows on that, but if you are actually, if you have somebody in your house that you can't see because they're haunting you and they're not living any longer, uh, you could ask me about it. Just write me at mermaidgirl888. I think somebody listening to this might need my help. <laughs> I could help you. Uh, I'll tell you how to take care of that. So anyway... The next card that was pulled out of the deck by Archangel Raphael was a nurture, which is a card that says Archangel Gabriel on it. And it says, as you nurture a child, you nurture your own inner child. Both activities are important for you right now. Well, I don't know if you guys have any children in your family. If as you get together with your family for the holidays, and that might be helpful, but if you are alone or you don't have any small children around, and your fur babies, maybe that counts as the nurturing that you need to be doing. I'm always nurturing my kitty cat. She's really always nurturing me as well. <laughs> we always take care of each other. It's adorable when she like, I wake up and she's like petting my feet or she's petting my head. <laughs> and the other day when she stood between me and the scary cat and pushed me out of the way with her paws and she hissed at me like, get back. You know, <laughs> she was protecting me. How adorable, right? But sometimes we do need to take care of others, you know, like smaller than us or, uh, you know, animals. But if we don't have that, maybe this is a message. And I'm feeling more so that this is a message to take care of your inner child. And as you spread your wings and you, and you lift off with courage, you are taking care of your inner child as you start to follow your dreams. So the next card is very strange and interesting. Um, it's the life review card by, it says Archangel Jeremiel. And it says, 
take inventory of your life and resolve to change or heal anything that is unbalanced. Now, remember the other cards we got, we got the balance card and we also got the reflection card. So this one, life review that instead of looking at just your personality and who you are inside and how you reflect yourself outside of yourself to others, I think this kind of goes a little deeper and says, Hey, look at all the things that's gone on in your life. Look at all the things you've already resolved, all the things you do need to change still and all the things that you have healed and what you have yet to heal. And it's time to have more balance at this time. And I think that's a good, and it's cool because this picture, this angel has big red robes flowing like this huge scarf flowing and huge yellow wings. And there's also these, this green scarf behind Archangel Jeremy So it's kind of Christmas colors and he's holding a torch. He's lighting the way and that kind of reminds me a little bit. And the torch flame looks like a yode, the open hand of God. But it reminds me a little bit of the hermit card in the tarot and the uh, flame the open hand of God, I think that is telling us that God is here to help us through all of this. If we're reviewing our life, we don't like what we see. Just call upon the creator, the universe, the source, the force, Yahweh, psychedelic Bob, whatever you want to call God, just get in touch with that inner Christ light or the inner God within to help you through all the things. So, you know, figure out all of your healing stuff make that a priority at this moment. And funny, I said that I, as I was saying it, I was like, Oh shit, I've got this other card here. I forgot to mention (laughs) it's the prioritize card. And this is absolutely gorgeous. This is an angel holding a potion or a brew. Um, and this angel has, uh, or it's Archangel Metatron. Oh, okay. And it's, his wings are purple and lavender and he's wearing golden, purple, and lavender robes that are flowing. And he's holding this potion or brew up as if he's asking God to bless it. And it's like this, it almost looks like shooting hot lava coming out, but it's like a violet flame or purple energy coming out of the cup. So I think this has to do with our crown chakras, you know, this color that I'm looking at. And it says, Archangel Metatron, focus on your highest priorities. I will help you get organized and motivated. I'll read it again. Archangel Metatron says, prioritize, focus on your highest priorities. I will help you get organized and motivated. Good. You know what? I need his help. In fact, right before I started to record this part of the show, I sat down and wrote 2023. These are my priorities for next year. I wrote down four priorities and what I need to focus on first like first and then second and then third, then fourth. And so my highest priorities, I've already written them down. Archangel Metatron, if you're anywhere around, okay, actually I know who he is. He's incarnate right now. (laughs) I should ask him, Hey, it says here that you're going to help me get organized and motivated. I know you're busy and you have a life and things. (laughs) He's actually making music in the UK. So anyway, uh, (laughs) And he's been traveling. I just saw a picture of him hopping off of a plane just today, actually. But so yeah, focus on your highest priorities 
And you ask your holy guardian angel instead of don't call upon specific angels, by the way, because a lot of us are incarnate at this time. So go ahead and ask uh, the source, you know, or your holy guardian angel to help you send the correct archangels that are going to help you get to, um, they're going to help you get to where you need to be by sending the right angel to help you organize and be motivated as well, which sounds like a lot of mercury energy, by the way, during this mercury retrograde. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, so these are all pretty self-explanatory cards. Uh, yeah. All right. So priorities, life review, nurture, spread your wings and courage. Those are the ones we got. All right, now we're going to go next to the Romance Angel cards. For those of you who are wanting to be in a romance or are in a romance, or maybe you're on the Twin Flame journey, or maybe soulmates, or maybe you're still healing from past relationships, whatever your situation, if the cards that I'm about to pull out fit, then hey. And if they don't, then just let them go. And we'll wait for the next card that does fit your situation. So um, hold on a minute. Let me grab those cards. All right. So now we're going to the Romance Angels uh, Oracle deck, Oracle cards by Doreen Virtue again. And the first card that came out, and this is funny because this is the Romantic cards. And here it comes Finances and Career. <laughs> That's not romantic. <laughs> And it shows a woman who is in a field. She's wearing a red dress. Red means passion and action as well as desire. But she's reaching for these white flowers and she's picking them. And looks in her other hand is behind her. There might be a basket that we can't see. And she's just gathering the flowers. Gather as ye may. Again, is coming through. It says financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. I'm seeing for those of you who are married, this might be something that's coming up right now. It's always a stressful time, the holidays. Um, I know at least one person who got laid off at this time and as their uh, company is restructuring for the 2023 year and she won't be getting her job back. It's just, that's just shit, you know, like a, a week before Christmas. It sucks, man. But, um, yeah, so financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. I know a few people that are, things are a little bit tense and tight. You know, you're trying to get some things done at the last minute. A friend of mine uh, had an issue with getting something out. She was getting ready to send something and she couldn't send it. She sells clothes on eBay and she had the package all ready to go and she went to send it out today and something told her, open the package and check. And she opened the package and checked. And one of her cats had peed all over the package. <laughs> she had to cancel the order, refund the money, apologize profusely. She said, I'm so sorry. I went to check again before I sent it out just to make sure. And I saw some damage to the item and I can't sell it to you. It's like, oh, she's like, I'm so mad at my cats right now. Financial issues are a factor in your love life right now. Even if the love life is with your own cats. <laughs> You know, um, a lot of people I know are having weird setbacks like that. Like what just, you know, how, how, you know, I think my friend that lost her job, I think she'd worked there for like, I don't know, 10 years or something. 
Like she'd been there for a long time. Maybe she said five years. I can't remember now. But uh, a few people I'm t- I've been talking to are are telling me, yeah, this is um, like finances and career. Things are weird with career right now. So um, somebody I know had invited me to this uh, special kind of seminar online to help with isolation and loneliness. And then the person called me and said, it's going to get raw and vulnerable. You're probably going to cry. It's, we're going to just have the zoom meeting and everyone will be able to talk. And it's going to be really, how do you deal with these issues? And I just want to tell you, I don't want to do you a disservice if this is going to be opening a can of worms emotionally for you right now. I'm like, I can't handle that right now. I really can't. I didn't know it was going to be that intense. Like, I don't need to go to a therapy session with, you know, right now, (laughs) especially with people I don't even know, like, this is going to be too weird. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. And now that person has not said more than like three words to me all day. And this is someone who I talk to for hours every day. (laughs) And I'm like, it's just weird setbacks like that. You know, like I really wanted to support this person, but I'm like this endeavor you're doing, I can't do it right now. I've got to prioritize my life. And that's not a priority for me right now to cry on, on the phone with strangers and, uh, depress myself. I I need to focus on finances and career, you know, for me, it it is affecting not only my love life, but you know, and I'm putting all that on the back burner, but it's also affecting my relationships with people. So you might be in the situation where your finances and career are not only affecting your love life, but your friendships and your relationships with your family. So, you know, keep that in mind and, and, you know, maybe have a balance. You know, we did get the balance card earlier. So anyway, the next card that came out is past life relationship. You have known each other before. And there's kind of like a Fabio type of guy with this windswept look. It looks like Stonehenge in the background. It's kind of a romance novel cover kind of vibe, which is it's ridiculous and cheesy and making me mock it. (laughs) But, um, anyway, you might actually feel that somebody you've recently met is someone you knew from a past, uh, life. You've known each other before. I mean, it's implying romance, but it might not be romantic. Um, I mean, why would it be? We have finances and career over here. (laughs) You know, uh, the next card that came through was let your friends help you ask for and accept support from others. Again, a non-romantic card. So we've got, uh, two non-romantic cards and one card that could be romantic or not. Okay. And by the way, speaking of, um, (laughs) non-romantic cards, the bottom of the deck card is reconciliation. This is what's hidden. Someone from your past is returning to your life. Again, doesn't need to be romantic. And it's weird because I had a dream that I told you guys about of my, my first long-term ex-boyfriend. We were together six years and I'm pretty sure he was a, um, narcissist. So in a million years, he would never admit we did, or I guess he did apologize, but he apologized in a very controlling manner in which he was trying to see my route where I walk every day and where I ride my bike. And he started stalking me. And then he'd show up at weird times saying, I'm going to come by your house tonight at such and such a time to bring you a gift, you know? And it's like, what, this is my consolation prize. He brought me a safe so I could keep my valuables in it. I'm like, why the fuck would you bring me a safe to keep my valuables in? 
you know, after you break up with me, why you act like you don't give a shit about me. And now you're suddenly giving a shit about me. He's like, well, I paid $80 for it. I'm like, okay, fine. Bring it by. Like whatever. In fact, it was in my storage and it did get stolen. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause I think I've got the key to the safe. So they'd have to crack that safe literally. But, um, in fact, I just saw a show, uh, Gilmore girls. In one of the episodes, a boy got in trouble for cracking a safe open <laughs> and, and they didn't show it, but he, he mentioned it. So I'm like, yeah, cracking a safe. That has something to do with someone. I don't know. But anyway, reconciliation, someone from your past is returning to your life. So I would say, be careful of this person. You know, they, they could be someone who wasn't a good person, but anyway, let's get back to this. Let your friends help you ask for and help ask for help and accept support from others. So you can ask your friends to help you find romance or whatever, but I'm getting with this reconciliation and past life relationship for some of you, you know, an ex lover might be coming back. Um, you know, it might be a bad penny. So you might want to throw it back into a well, (laughs) throw it back into a fountain. I mean, not well fountain. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe a well, don't throw anyone down an actual well. Never, ever do that. <laughs> anyway, the next card that came out is chemistry. There's a strong magnetic attraction here. And it's funny because even though that sounds like passion and romance, again, this could possibly be um, uh, the chemistry could be you between you and a job or a career. Again, with the finances and career, the woman in this picture also has a, red, a long flowing red dress on with a hood on it. And I'm thinking, you know, it's kind of related to the finances and career, at least in this spread today. Um, so yeah, here we go. So chemistry, there's a strong magnetic attraction. So you might, this might be passion, love, romance. It might be something like that. Might be someone coming back from the past or someone who's coming back from past life, which is the far distant past. Um, and maybe they're going to help you with your, your finances and career, or maybe if your friends help you th- with finances and, or I mean, help you with money, maybe that will boost your finances and career, or maybe that your friends will introduce you, you know, to where you're going to get your next money. And maybe there'll be chemistry between you and someone you meet and there might be a past life relationship. I don't know. You can interpret the cards the way you want. It's just my interpretation. Um, in this chemistry one, it shows uh, a man with a, he looks like Jesus in a long Jesus robe, flowing robe. And he's hugging a woman with her legs showing and she's holding what looks like a crystal ball or a spark of light in her hands. And, uh, but she's got this red, uh, hood over her, like a red hoodie dress. So it looks like almost like a modern dress. And then this guy sitting next to her, like, looks like he came from a different era so that might be the past life relationship. Maybe you knew someone from a long time ago, like thousands of years ago, but there's a strong attraction and maybe your friends will help you find this person. And maybe, uh, and all of these can be interpreted in a non-romantic way, which is kind of weird. That's never really happened in one of my romance angels readings. So I'm going to clarify now with the Island time wellness, love Oracle cards. All right, so the last deck we're going to work with is this Love Oracle card, which they are tarot decks, clarification, and compliment readings. So they're not to be used on their own necessarily. They are just to explain other cards that are pulled out, right? (laughs) 
Oh, you guys, this, this is really wild. Okay. So the first card that comes out is sunglasses. Um, and, uh, the cosmic threader just completed a piece of artwork that he made, which is a picture of sunglasses. (laughs) I just saw it right before I started this, maybe 20 minutes before I started recording this. So I'm like, that's a wild synchronicity. Anyway, sunglasses, this card says watching, looking, stalking. What did I just say a few minutes ago about my ex? He did after he left me gaslighting. I've been talking about that um, a couple hours ago. Perception was one of the cards that came out earlier. Perception and focusing out like, you know, looking outwards. So this, this card is really weird. (laughs) All these cards have something to do with all the other cards. They're all qualifying all the other cards that we've got. So, all right. Um, you might have somebody who's looking at your social media. They're kind of from a distance going, Hmm, they're looking at you. They're figuring out some things. And you also might be just going through the perception thing. By the way, speaking of perception, the bottom of the dead card is the mirror. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Perception earlier. I mean, we just had this card of perception and the card of reflection from the vintage wisdom Oracle. And here we have perception in the love Oracle as well as mirror mirroring each other, which does mean twin flames self image relationships reflect our wounds and introspection. So again, with that, again, with that idea and that imagery, right? <laughs> Looking at ourselves, reflecting ourselves outward, but reflecting our wounds through our relationships. So be careful if you're doing that, heal your inner child. Remember we did get the nurture inner child card. So, uh, the next, uh, card we get is clock. Remember we got, we got divine timing earlier. (laughs) Uh, you just can't make this stuff up. So this card is clock need time takes time in time cycles, time to heal and progress. Well, we also got, uh, one of this, one of these other cards that we got was, um, let me see here. Oh, where was it? it? It says something about time. Oh, wasn't in this nurture your inner child. We did get the nurture your inner child. And then we got something about healing. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. I'm trying to look through these cards anyway. Yeah. It's kind of weird, right? It just, we're getting the same things over and over again, but being told to us in different ways. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the clock on here and I'm feeling like, do y'all know what time it is? I'm hearing this song. Um, do y'all know what time it is? Do, 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 do. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't even know where it's coming from. I, I hear the guy shouting that and then the music starts and that was not the tune. Damn it. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It, so you need time takes time. So you need time to heal and you need time to progress and you need time to work on your finances and career which is a factor in your love life right now. Right? So don't worry about if you, if that past life person didn't come back or the past reconciliation person didn't come back, it's going to take time in, but they might be looking at you through those sunglasses, right? 
hiding, hiding their eyes. <laughs> you don't know what they're really looking at, but they're focusing outward. They're focusing on you. The next uh, card that came up was cassette, which is outdated thinking again, in reflection, looking at old ways of thinking and letting them go. And remember looking at what needs to be healed. Uh, also conditioning, replaying events over and over in your head. You may be doing that. So it's time to reconcile, not just with a human being, but with yourself. Well, I mean, you're a human being. If you're listening to this, you know, chances are, I mean, 10 to one, (laughs) but you need to reconcile inside yourself as well. And you need to stop replaying, stop overthinking, stop replaying events in your head that outdated thinking. I mean, it's a cassette tape. We're on the CDs. We're already on the digital music, you know, for Pete's sake, come on. <laughs> so conditioning, you need to just relax. It does take time to heal. Give yourself the time to heal this season if you need to. All right. The next card is the dragonfly, which we had in the very first card we got were dragonflies flying around in the background which I said were twin flames. So, um, and I was just watching the Gilmore girls. And of course they mentioned the dragonfly in, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just a personal sink for me, but dragonflies have been around, uh, a couple days now I've been hearing and seeing things about dragonflies in this one. I love this card it says be lighthearted finding out and see the, the word out over here, focusing out on sunglasses and finding out. Maybe we're going to find out who's been stalking us online. Not like officially stalking us, but just kind of scoping us out, right? We're going to find out who that is soon. And it says things coming to light. So see, yeah, it's going to, it's all going to come to light. We're going to find out what they think and you know, how they've been looking at us. And then it says adapt, change, heal again with the healing and things coming to light. Um, things will be brought to the surface coming to light in that way, but I'm seeing that sentence in a different way. Things coming to light. We're all going to the light. We're all going to the fifth dimension, which is higher vibrational, higher light energy. Things are coming to the actual light. We are becoming enlightened. We're going up, 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 raising our vibration. And we're doing that through healing. So we have to adapt and change because we're going to the light. I mean, not, we're not dying. Don't panic. But, um, so yeah, mirroring each other, self wounds, reflections of our wounds are in our relationships, introspection. So introspection, things coming to light. I mean, the mirror cassette clock, sunglasses and dragonfly. Well, there you have it. Hopefully you got something out of this. I think that we just need to focus on healing. Several of these cards said healing. <clears throat> Those are the main themes. Finances and career. Even in relationships. I saw some of you are married and having some issues with your spouse. You need to focus on healing yourselves and starting to really trust and love each other. And, and, and also having that strength inside of yourself to say, maybe this thing isn't working. We need to fix it, change it and grow in a new way. We need to uh, build ourselves up in a new way. 
<coughs> I'm seeing that some of you are, um, I, I feel like I hear don't, there's no use in beating a dead horse. So some of you are at, the, at your wits end. Your business hasn't been working. You've got to do a different business, need a different side hustle. You need a different something. So in the new year, after Mercury goes direct, especially, although there is divine timing and we got a lot of the time is now divine timing now. So for some of you just, you know, just do it now. If you've been meaning to do it, you know, for a long time, even since before the last Mercury retrograde, this might be the time to do it. Just don't panic. Just do it. Step into it with open eyes, open ears and do it while looking at it three times remember <laughs> do things in triplicate at this time check it over once twice and three times a lady <laughs> i'm just feeling like that is the way to go um so yeah you might be having someone come back from your past past life relationship past person prioritize, you know, the reflection mirror life review. That's all related. Um, nurture your inner child, heal yourself, spread your wings, find your balance, divine timing. And remember throughout all of this, your holy guardian angel is always with you forevermore and always will be. And we'll be there to guide and help you. So, um, to help you through all of it. Well, there you go. I hope you've enjoyed, uh, this episode of metaphysical soul speak, the podcast. I will be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. And until then I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy fifth dimension until next time, guys, peace. Oh, and by the way, if you want a reading from me, just write to me at mermaidgirl888. I might even give you a holiday discount. (laughs) Anyway, that's it. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast, for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast. Well, I have two solutions for this question. Number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the Anchor app, locate my channel, and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to $9.99 monthly, and you can stop anytime. Or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way, and you're also not limited. 
Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep Metaphysical Soul Speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you. Thank you.